Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Twins and Sox coming up from Chicago. Pre-game 530. First pitch after 6 o'clock. Twins one back. White Sox three behind Cleveland in the division going into play today. Coming up in a moment, Dan Hayes from The Athletic. Covering uh, the Twins and the Sox. We'll talk about that wild finish in Chicago on Friday night. Set the stage for tonight's game. First couple of quick game reports. College football, MIAC openers today, non-conference action. Let's start in Collegeville. St. John's, UW-Whitewater, huge early season showdown. Ryan Klinkner's been joining us on Saturday afternoons in the fall for many, many years. Ryan, a good start for the Johnnies. Well, and you're making me feel old, really old, Steve. <laughs> yes, many years indeed. And it was, uh, it was a great day in Collegeville. Uh, the fifth-ranked St. John's football team took advantage of two safeties, uh, the first two-safety game in program history, and three Whitewater turnovers in a 24-10 win over the fourth-ranked uh, Wisconsin Whitewater in front of a sun-splash crowd of 12,462 here in Collegeville. Uh, the score resembled a baseball game early uh, as St. John's trailed by a 3-2 to score after the first quarter and then took a 9-3 lead into halftime. Whitewater drove 78 yards on the opening possession of the second half to gain a 10-9 lead, but the Johnnies scored the final 15 points. In fact, uh, the Johnny defense was stout in the second half. Uh, St. John's held the Warhawks to four total yards of offense over their final seven possessions. Junior quarterback Aaron Severson, a graduate of Minnetonka, ended the day 25 of 34 passing for 269 yards and three touchdowns. Senior preseason All-America tight end Alex Larson, a graduate of Eastridge, caught nine passes for 84 yards and two of those scores. Senior preseason All-American Michael Wozniak, a graduate of Robbinsville Armstrong, recorded three and a half tackles for loss, including three sacks and a forced fumble. The Johnnies host another nationally ranked team, number 18 UW River Falls, next Saturday back here in Collegeville. Collegeville, excuse me. And uh, the Warhawks return home to host another big game, um, Whitewater against the defending national champions, number one ranked Mary Harden Baylor of Texas. So two more, uh, just another uh, big week of college football next week, Steve. All right, and hopefully we can do it again, Ryan. Uh, I'd love to. All right, have a good week, Steve. Yeah, you as well, Ryan Klinkner from Collegeville. Number five, Johnny's beat UW-Whitewater 24-10. Another one of the favorites in the MIEC in action today. In Arden Hills, Bethel taking on Pacific Lutheran. Austin LeJez joining us. Austin, uh, 
big win for the Royals today. Yeah, it was. Much like Brian, first-time caller here in the Bethel Royals, number 13th-ranked Bethel Royals, opened up their 2022 campaign today with a 41-9 win over Pacific Lutheran Saturday afternoon here in Arden Hills. A little bit of a slow start, kind of much like the Johnnies. The Bethel was holed to a field goal in the first half. It was 3 nothing after the first quarter. The big news of the day, though, backup quarterback Jer- George Bolt has to come in and step in for starter Jaron Rosti, who was taken out on the Royals' third drive of the game following an injury. Bolt, uh, a junior, went 19 of 31 through the air while recording his first two collegiate passing touchdowns. On the ground, the Royals rushed for 223 yards behind returning running back and uh, All-American junior Bryce Kunkel, who had 116 yards on 21 carries. The freshman out of Coon Rapids, David Ghibli, in his Bethel debut, had eight carries in the second half for 67 yards and marched into the end zone for two of those. Defense started out strong, forcing the Lutes to punt on six of its seven first possessions. BU had an early pick six on the Lutes' second possession of the game. It had al- or excuse me, it almost turned into a pick six, although an uh, illegal block in the back brought that back to the two-yard line before the Royals eventually punched it in. Bethel's defense forced the Lutes to go 0 for 12 on third down conversions today, while also getting a safety early. It took a little bit of while, like we said, for that offense to get running. At the half, the score was 17-2, to a 35-yard field goal, a career high for Hugo Fuentes in the third quarter, made it 20-2. to uh, The Luce got one more touchdown in the third quarter, and the rest of the way, it was Bethel. Of note, kicker Hugo Fuentes, 42-42 of 42 on extra points this year, has not missed an extra po- point in his Bethel career. Royals go on the road next week. They'll go to Wisconsin-Platteville for a 1 o'clock start time there. Uh, Wisconsin-Platteville lost today 23-13 to to Michigan Tech. All right, very good, Austin. We'll talk to you again down the road, and thanks. Awesome. Thanks, Steve. All right, there he is, Austin LeJess from Bethel. Royals win. Johnny's win today to get started in the 22 campaign. And, of course, we'll have scores throughout the fall. Central College beats St. Olaf, 44-13. Sewanee beats St. Scholastica down in Tennessee, 50-0. All the other MIAC teams playing this week are in action tonight. Concordia won their opener at Valley City on Thursday. All right, back to the Twins. Twins and Sox, game two coming up from Chicago. Dan Hayes covers the Twins for the Athletic, does an outstanding job. Joins us on the line. Dan, good to visit with you. Thanks for the time. Yeah, hey, thanks for having me on. Yeah, and Dan, uh, wild game. Uh, it's been said many, many times, you never know what you're going to see when you show up at the ballpark, and uh, fr- Friday night uh, illustrates that point very well. What a weird finish. Yeah, uh, brawl, um, potential hit by pitch on the very next pitch, um, overturn, uh, possible inning inning double play, deflected, I mean, just chaos that last uh, five six minutes of the game um maybe 10 12 minutes who knows it's baseball timing it all gets lost but uh it was it was a very chaotic end to the game and unfortunately for the twins it was another kind of gut punch loss that they've suffered so many of those this season um you just wonder how long they can keep afloat with dealing with this kind of stuff over and over it definitely is the kind of stuff that weighs a team down yeah, and there's no doubt, Dan, at the deadline they upgraded the bullpen because it, it certainly had been an issue. You, you could argue with, with a more consistent bullpen late in ball games, 
they should be leading this division. I mean, there's other factors, of course, but, you know, it, it, it's definitely something that's been a bugaboo, and it, it bit them again last night in a key game when they had a chance to grab a share of first with Cleveland. Yeah, they're 18-20 and 20 in one-run games this season, and, you know, if you add a few more of those on the win column side, you're up a handful of games on Cleveland. It's really not uh, an issue. It, I, look, the Twins did a good job addressing it. I know it hasn't been perfect since August 2nd, but they've been one of the better bullpens in baseball over the last month. So they definitely have done a better job. You can just see it in the way they've played because, look, there were times where they just had no business even being a 500 club in August, uh, thinking just to the Dodgers and, and Angels series and then the, the brief trip to Houston, you know, where they just didn't look like the same team on the field, yet they pulled off a 500 August in spite of all those losses. Um, you know, the, a lot of that has to do with the bullpen being added to Jorge Lopez and Michael Fulmer, giving them some depth, and it takes pressure off other guys. It allows Rocco Baldelli to mix and match, and, and the Twins have been successful for the large part, but you know they've been in so many tight games um, that when you see a game like last night go the other way, when you have a 3-2 lead going into the eighth inning, it, it hurts. It's, it's one of those things they've had to deal with all year, and you know, I mean, they continue to. Um, you know, a lot of it's symptoms of an offense that's really underperformed. You can point to a lot of injuries there. Currently, they're without Byron Buxton. They're without Jorge Polanco. Uh, those are just some of the recent names. Obviously, not having Alex Kirloff and Trevor Larnick and, and Royce Lewis has been detrimental. And, and Ryan Jeffers, since he's been out the catching position, has barely hit. So there's a lot of reasons to point to. But at the same time, they felt like they were in a great spot with a 3-2 lead in the eighth inning last night. And it just went away. It evaporated. Yeah, and this, this White Sox team has been hard to figure out going into the year, the division favorite, but they've just been kind of sleepwalking. You think they're ready to take off. I, I think before the break, they took three out of four from the Twins at Target Field, and you thought, okay, here come the White Sox. But they've had their share of injuries, but but there, there's just been a malaise around that ball club, it feels like. Yeah, absolutely there has. Uh, you know, it's funny, the. They've had a very frustrating year, too. And that's a talented team that feels like they are the class of the division if they were healthy. They just they haven't had that. Um, you look at their rotation, they've had issues from guys they thought were going to be sound in, in Lance Lynn and Lucas Giolito. Uh, their bullpen's had its warts. So these are all just the symptoms of a bunch of bad teams in a, in a bad division uh, that can't. nobody will definitively push away. Cleveland is ahead of schedule. Cleveland is going to be good for the next couple of years to come. They arrived early this year. You can see, you know, this is a team that has done really well because of a couple of rookies in their lineup have just performed really well earlier than I think they expect that to happen. So Cleveland isn't playing as if they want to run away with it either. You know, they, they probably don't have the depth that they quite need. And they suffered a pair of key injuries um, yesterday themselves with with uh, Zach Plesak and, and Aaron Savali. Um, so they're, they're in a little bit of trouble, and, and yet nobody really is staking a claim to this division. Yeah, n- n- no one wants to take it. This could go down to the final weekend for sure. Interesting pitch-up matchup tonight. Uh, the White Sox, their ace, Dylan Cease on the mound, 12-6, and six, tough customer. And then uh, the Twins, uh, one of those deadline pickups, back and will start tonight. Yeah, Tyler Malley's been really – he it's been promising so far. Obviously, his last one, he left with shoulder tightness. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how he responds. He's said all along he feels good 
and that he's not really concerned about it. They, they got an MRI. There's nothing showing up there. So I think they expect Tyler Malley to be fine. But Dylan Cease has been outstanding for most of the year, and we're talking about a top three Cy Young candidate. And that's going to be a tough tough uh, spot for the Twins. I mean, this offense has struggled as it is. Uh, you know, like we said earlier, no Byron Buxton. Jorge Polanco still out. He's missed a week with a, with a painful knee. And, you know, I, I think the Twins are probably – going to have to win a pitching duel type game here to to have success. Um, Cease has been so good and has pitched well against them. So it is not an easy way to bounce back from a tough loss last night. Well, great to visit with you, Dan. Uh, Dan Hayes from The Athletic covers the Twins. One final note before we let you go, and and that is uh, Sonny Gray. Uh, in, the, in the hamstring injury, is, is that kind of a day-to-day thing, or are we looking at the injured list? Yeah, you know, I mean, I think you have to be skeptical any time when you're talking about hamstring, and, and I think the Twins are treating it as such. Sonny Gray, for his part, said he was able to do all of his work today that he would do the day after a start. He also said last night the fact that he was able to pitch a fourth inning, uh, he felt it in the third on the last pitch he threw, and the fact they came back and completed the fourth inning was encouraging to him. Uh, but, you know, this is a, an issue that he dealt with in April. He did say this is in the same spot, but it's not the same grab. They're hopeful. They have him listed still for his next start Wednesday in New York. It wouldn't shock me at all if they pushed him back a few days, tried to move him around and give him some time just to get it figured out but it's definitely nothing that we can definitively say anything about at this point other than he feels good but you know reason to be skeptical all right well well dan once again thanks so much for the time great to visit with you yeah thanks for having me on Steve. all right dan hayes from the athletic covers the twins does a fine job in that role and join me on the john schuster coldwell banker hotline quick break we'll come back sneak peek at the lineup for tonight's game as we mentioned uh mally against cease on the south side of chicago great pitching matchup hopefully tyler mally uh, returns to form uh always scary when a pitcher loses velocity like he did and was pulled out of that game but he says he's good to go we'll see shortly and uh, by the way, our pregame show at 5.30, first pitch after 6, here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. One more time from the fair on this Saturday, then we turn it over to the pregame show. Twins and Sox from the south side. Oh, by the way, State Amateur Baseball Tournament wrapping up this Labor Day weekend. Class B, Class C in Meesville, Dundas, Faribault as well. And we have some finals. Uh, from earlier in the day, uh, in the B, Rochester beat Meesville 4-2. In the C, Buckman, the Billy Goats, beat the Waconia Lakers 8-5. to And for all the info on the State Amateur Baseball Tournament, go to mnbaseball.org. Scores, brackets, uh, and how you can stream the games as well. I'll be down in Dundas uh, early in the day for the two early games. From the Class C, so I'll, I'll be doing a little play-by-play from the State Amateur Baseball Tournament. Certainly look forward to that. Hey, first of all, big thanks to all the guests who joined us at the fair or on the phone uh, throughout the program today. Big thanks to Kerry Clatt, our producer uh, downtown, and Jonathan Lowe out here in the fairgrounds. Just a terrific job, as always, 
uh, just a joy to work with Carrie and Jonathan. All right, Carrie uh, stuck with me on Saturdays, and then to get to work with Jonathan uh, here at the fair has just been great the last two weeks. So big thanks, and it is really an honor to be here uh, on the on the fairgrounds for another year for News Talk A three O W C C O. It it really is really is a thrill to be out here. Uh, let's get you back to the Twins and what's going on in that ball game tonight. Tyler Malley back. He'll start tonight. Six and seven overall this year. His ERA four point one seven. Let's see what that velocity looks like in the game tonight. And here's how the Twins are going to go on the south side of Chicago. Louise Horizon is the DH. He'll lead off. Carlos Correa at short. He bats second. Batting third in right field. Max Kepler batting fourth at first. Jose Miranda batting fifth at second base. Nick Gordon batting sixth. The third baseman Gio Urshela. Batting 7th in left field, Jake Cave. Catching and batting 8th, Gary Sanchez. And batting ninth, the center fielder, Gilberto Celestino. Once again for the Twins, uh, behind Tyler Molly. Uh, Luis Arise is going to lead it off for the Minnesota Twins. And then it's Correa, Kepler, Miranda, Gordon Urshela, Cave, Sanchez, and Celestino. And while we have a moment... Uh, let's get you up to date one more time on the weather. Uh, the weather is just ideal. Diana Ross at the grandstand, one of the legends uh, at the grandstand tonight. The weather is going to be perfect. 75 now here in the Twin Cities. Clear tonight, alone here 51. And then on Sunday, sunny in 76. Monday, Labor Day, another great day, final day of the fair, sunny in 78. And then we jump into the 80s, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. No mention of rain at this point. Sunny skies right through uh, the coming week. Uh, Here in the Twin Cities right now, 75 degrees. North winds at 12, gusting to 21 miles an hour. Going to bring the family out here to the fair on Labor Day. Uh, Enjoy your stay. Thanks so much for joining us here on News Talk. E3LWCCO. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.